This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the number one daily fantasy sports app. Oh my goodness. Good morning, good afternoon. Whatever it is for you, I hope you're having a fantastic day. My name is Zach Schaumler. This is Strong Opinion Sports, episode 610. Welcome in. Today we are talking about fantasy football week seven. Uh, Let me acknowledge the elephant in the room. If you're watching on YouTube, wearing a black shirt today, wearing a backwards hat, something I have literally never, ever done in the history of the show. I've always, what's so funny, right, is for the longest time I viewed myself as very professional. Then I started wearing a black shirt every day, but I still refused to wear a backwards hat because that felt too unprofessional, even though I wore like literally like a jogging shirt every day. I don't know. The, the, The logic never made sense. So anyway, I'm tired. It's Wednesday night. I had a long day. I woke up this morning. I recorded episode 609 of the podcast, 609. Then I edited it, which, as I say that, edited it, edited, edited it. The word it should not go after the word edited ever in a sentence. You should probably say I edited the podcast today. Uh, So it's been a long day. Uh, The show is out. I'm really excited about it. It's really good. But your boy is tired. And uh, I want to, as respectfully to your time, like, I want to make a good show about fantasy football this week, but I also don't want to, like, I'm not going to kill myself here. You know, I I also, let me tell you, uh, Carter, who I played against in fantasy football this week, will not be making an appearance on the show. Love him. He never replied to my DM, and I was like, well, okay, I guess he doesn't want to come on, which is honestly fine with me, because I've been behind all week, and it's kind of nice to just do a, a, a kind of a shorter episode, break down how my team did, make fun of people in the league, do little stuff here and there. Uh, Before we do anything, though, I got to tell you about today's sponsor. PrizePix is the number one daily fantasy sports app. PrizePix allows you to make an entry based on player projections, and in 60 seconds, you could enter something like Travis Kelsey more than five catches, Tyreek Hill more than 100 yards receiving, and Justin Fields less than 200 yards passing. And if your picks are right, you can win money. Making picks makes games more engaging, and you could turn something like $5 into $50. Prize Picks offers quick and easy deposits. You can even use Apple Pay. And they have weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. For example, there's a weekly event called Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. So put your skills to the test in daily fantasy. Go to prizepicks.com slash CLNS and use code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CLNS, code CLNS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, daily fantasy made easy. All righty, everyone, let's jump in. My team this week, we won. The Single Pringles, my little team, my humble team, and in my fantasy league this year, the Single Pringles won 103.6 to 91.06. We beat Children of Analytics, Carter's team. And uh, let's just jump right into the nonsense of the week. Once again, my quarterback, Deshaun Watson, not only did, so he, he didn't really play an entire game. But in the past weeks, for me, he's not played, and I didn't know, I didn't catch it, and I got zero points. This week, Deshaun Watson, uh, the curse of Deshaun Watson is very, very real. Not only did he play this week, he played, uh, like, two possessions, and he got me negative points. Deshaun Watson was one for five, passing for five yards and an interception. So Deshaun Watson got me 
minus 0.8 points this week. What? A, I have to bench him. I like, I've been waiting and waiting and hoping that maybe my predic- prediction that he would be good this year would come true. Um, I'm giving up, dude. Uh, Deshaun Watson, bust. It's not working on my fantasy team. I, I actually, next week, I'm replacing... I mean, first of all, in this league, right, there's so many people that have quarterbacks, and there's so many... There's 16 teams. There's no good quarterbacks available. And I, I tried to trade for C.J. Stroud, but... Not gonna lie, the price was too high. I'm like, I, hey man, Logan, I love you. I'm not, I'm not ruining my future rest of my team uh, to try to get CJ Stroud. You don't even need him. You already have another quarterback. You have a starting quarterback. He's your backup quarterback. Are you kidding me, man? I, okay, it's okay. You, you love, you love me, but you don't want to help me. That's fine. Uh, you, by the way, we're trying to beat each other, so it's fair. You don't want to help me. Um, <laughs> Deshaun Watson's got to go on the bench. I am replacing him with Derek Carr. He's the only quarterback I could pick up. Deshaun Watson got me negative points this week. Like. Again, uh, the curse is very real, and uh, Deshaun Watson has been a horrible, horrible decision I made in fantasy football this year. I wanted a quarterback who could get rushing yards. That's all I wanted. And uh, he's not healthy. He's not even playing this week, uh, coming up in week eight. And when he does play, he gets me negative points. It's been a disaster all year long. Um Justin Herbert was Carter's quarterback this week. Justin Herbert brought in 12.86 points. He had... Uh, 259 yards passing, a touchdown, two interceptions, was 17 for 30 passing, also had two carries for five yards. So uh, safe to say Carter very easily won the quarterback matchup this week. At the running back spot, my number one running back, Jameer Gibbs, had a really good day. The Lions were awful. They lost 38 to 6. However, Jameer Gibbs was the number one back. He had 11 carries for 68 yards, a touchdown, also had nine catches for 58 yards. Hey, uh, you know what's interesting about Jameer Gibbs? The Lions only had one touchdown all day. It went to the guy on my fantasy team. Hallelujah. That makes me happy. So uh, Jameer Gibbs got me 27.6 points this week. Jonathan Taylor was Carter's number one running back. Jonathan Taylor brought in 21 points. He had 18 carries for 75 yards, a touchdown, and uh, a touchdown rushing, by the way. And then he also had three catches for 45 yards. So, Jonathan Taylor had 21 points. My running back, Jameer Gibbs, despite losing and having a terrible week as far as, like, actual football goes, Jameer Gibbs had 27.6 points. I won the number one running back matchup. Let's go. Then at the number two running back spot, uh, Carter got... Uh, I, I just... I feel bad for Carter. It was it was really bad luck. Uh, his running back, Brian Robinson... Or Bijan Robinson, excuse me. There was, like, a... There's kind of, a, honestly, an injury controversy going around right now that Atlanta didn't properly report the injury P. John Robinson was dealing with. He had one carry for three yards. He got Carter 0.3 points. So 0.3 of one point is what P. John Robinson brought in for Carter. My running back, Isaiah Pacheco, brought in 16 points. He had 13 carries for 32 yards, uh, plus four catches for 28 yards, and a touchdown catch. So Isaiah Pacheco, running back all around. Your boy, Zach, won that matchup this week. At receiver, uh, I was not so hot. I got obliterated. Not only did I lose, like, I lost. I mean, he wasn't great at receiver. My receiving core was just uh, uh, awful. Uh, Calvin Ridley got me 1.5 points. He had one carry uh, for one yard. And so he had one carry. That's weird. It says one carry for, I guess, no yards, and then one catch for five yards. So Calvin Ridley did absolutely nothing this week. Uh, Got me 1.5 points. But then his number one receiver, Marquise Brown, in Arizona, only got him 7.9 points. He had three catches for 49 yards. So I lost, but not horribly. The number two receiver matchup, I, I got obliterated. So I, I needed to pick up a receiver this week. I didn't. Nico Collins, my number one receiver, was on a bye week. 
So I had to pick up somebody. I picked up Darius Slayton, who's listed as a number one receiver in New York for the Giants. And the Giants did win. They won 14 to 7, but Darius Slayton only had one catch for 22 yards. So he brought in me, he brought me 3.2 points in fantasy this week. Darius Slayton was me grasping at straws, trying to get any player at receiver who could do something, because I had too many players on my bye week. And uh, I'll take it, but unfortunately, my opponent, Christian Kirk, the number one receiver for Carter, Christian Kirk had uh, 19 points, six catches for 90 yards and a touchdown. He did lose a fumble, but still, I got completely obliterated at the receiver position this week in fantasy football. Uh, My tight end, George Kittle. So going into Monday Night Football, I was down by less than a point. All I needed was George Kittle to have one catch. Very first play of Monday Night Football. I loved it. Brock Purdy drops back, throws a little out route for 10 yards to George Kittle. First play of Monday Night Football, Zach wins fantasy football. It was incredible. Now, George Kittle just kept going. He had 13 points on the day, a carry for two yards. He also had five catches for 78 yards. George Kittle was the difference. That's why I won fantasy very comfortably in the end uh, this week. I actually got the award for narrowest victory in fantasy this week in the league, but I'll take it. For me, like I've won by way fewer points and lost by way fewer points, so I'll take it. Remember, I won this week. 103 to 91, 12 point victory. Better than most weeks for Zach. I'll take it. His number one tight end, Tyler Higby, had one catch for seven yards. Zep brought in 1.7 points for Carter. Again, I feel kind of bad for Carter. He had a really tough week. He really had a lot of, you know, Bijan Robinson kind of screwed him over. Marquise Brown did nothing. Tyler Higby did nothing. Um, we'll talk about the flex player in a second. I want to talk about his kicker, who also did no help to Carter. His kicker uh, for Detroit had zero points, did literally nothing the entire day. So, uh, like, even when, you know, it's so funny, when the Lions did score a touchdown, they went for two. So, like, literally the kicker did nothing all day for Detroit, and uh, that caught Carter zero points. My kicker, Brandon McManus, had one field goal uh, of between 40 to 49 yards, also was four for four kicking extra points. So, Brandon, Brandon McManus, my kicker, brought in eight points for me, and I'll take that. Uh, at the flex spot, I had Kareem Hunt, who had 10 carries for 31 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he brought in 15.1 points for me. His flex player, Joshua Palmer, had 18.3 points, five catches for 133 yards. Great for Carter, but again, uh, narrow victory and not enough to beat me. And then my defense really stepped up. Kind of a weird game. My The Cleveland Browns won the game 39-38. to And my defense at Cleveland Browns scored 20 points, but they gave up 38 points on the day, which means that they lost a lot of points, but they had an interception, they had four sacks, they had four forced fumbles, they had three fumble recoveries, a touchdown, uh, a field goal block. So despite giving up 38 points, the Cleveland Browns defense still brought in 20 points for me and my fantasy team this week. Frankly, that's a big part of why I won. Every little thing counts, and getting 20 points from your defense is pretty insane. Uh, He had the Eagles defense who brought in uh, 10 points. They had an interception. They allowed 11 points, had four sacks. But because of the amount of touchdowns, the field goal block, the amount of turnovers my defense provided, we got 10 more points than his defense did. And uh, that is wild. By the way, my other tight end on my bench, Dalton Kincaid, eight catches for 75 yards, had 15.5 catches. I think I'm going to start Dalton Kincaid next week. That's kind of a little plan I got cooking. I'm, I'm really... I don't trust George Kittle very much, and so I'm very skeptical he's going to be the long-term option at tight end that I need. I hope maybe he'll tag back and forth, but Dawson Knox, the number one tight end in Buffalo, just got hurt, which means Dalton Kincaid is going to get opened up and get a lot of catches, I believe, 
in the future or the rest of this year. So I'm very excited for that. Dalton Kincaid could be a huge key to my success later in the year. Um, I want to talk about Phoenix, man. This guy, Phoenix Fife in our league had a brutal week. I feel bad for Phoenix, man. He, we, he's like, what, one in six? Yeah, his year is going horrible. His team is called no effing way, right? Like his team is so bad. He had one person on his entire team score more than double digits. Like his kicker got one point. His receiver number two got 4.2 points. His tight end got four points. Um, like he, he, the only person who had more than double digits was his quarterback, Tua, who had 11.34 points. Uh, it was basically awful all around for uh, Phoenix. He lost 94 to 48. Phoenix, I am so sorry, buddy. I love you. That's, that's really tough and unfortunate. Um, I guess I want to go through standings in our league because right now I'm in a position where I don't think I'm going to make the playoffs. I am right now in the 11th spot. The single Pringles are three and four. I got to be in the top eight to make a playoff run uh, with this team. So I got to keep winning. And right now my quarterback is Derek Carr. So I'm not real confident, but I like the way my team is built other than the quarterback spot right now. I got running backs that are playing well. I made some pickups throughout the year. Right now, the number one team in our league is still, as I predicted, by the way, which makes me feel, at least I got one thing right in fantasy this year, is I immediately knew who was going to win the draft. After the draft happened, I'm like, that guy, Sam, he's going to win the league for sure. Sam is 6-1. and one. His team, Ayahuasca, won't fix it, uh, is dominating. They're the only one-loss team in our entire league. In second, you've got 24-7 ass ETN season. He's 5-2. and two. Alvin and the Chipmunks, uh, I believe is an Alvin Kamara reference with uh, my buddy Logan. He's 5-2. They're third in the league. In fourth, you've got Jackson's Prison TikTok at 4-3. and three. In fifth, you've got Starmore's A New Hope. They're 4-3. and three. McLaughlinstock is 4-3. and three. That's Jacob's team. They're sixth. Uh, seventh is Bustin' on Cousins. They're 4-3. and three. In eighth, you've got Turned Down for Watt. Uh, that is Steven's team. In ninth, you've got Touchdown Jesus. They're 3-4. and four. So... Turn down for Watt and touch on Jesus are both three and four. Then you got the rise of Florida Man. He's three and four. Then you got my boy Zach. Uh, that's me. So the single Pringles were three and four. And then in 12th place, you got How'd That Get Up There? That's Jake's team with the hilarious, hilarious logo. They're three and four. Children of Analytics, Carter's team is three and four. Uh, in 14th, you've got X gonna give it X giving it to you. They're three and four. And then in 15th, the Jordan rules, they're two and five. And in 16th, no effing way, right? That's uh Phoenix's team, they're one and six. Phoenix is having an awful, awful, awful year. I am so, so sorry for you, buddy. Um, I got to say, you know, my defense, despite giving up 38 points, was the highest scoring defense in fantasy football this week. 20 points. That's, again, I, I don't, it's kind of crazy to give up 38 points and still have your defense score you 20 fantasy points. That's pretty insane. That's how many turnovers that the Colts had. By the way, everyone's talking about how the Colts got absolutely screwed over in that game. The Colts had four turnovers. Like, hello, I understand there were some bad calls at the end of the Colts-Browns game, but anytime you have four turnovers, it's really hard to, for me to give you sympathy that you lost. Like, you you had opportunities and you gave the game away. Um, the number one scoring quarterback this week is Patrick Mahomes. He had 34.86 points. Pa- uh, Lamar Jackson was right behind him with 33.8 points. Uh, running back, uh, the you know, not a lot of crazy high scores this week. Like, Travis Kelsey had 35.9 points. He's dominating. He had 12 catches for 179 yards and a touchdown. But all in all, um, no one scored 50 points this week. I think I maybe my introduction to fantasy football early with Tyreek Hill going off and then that crazy game the Dolphins had where they scored 70 points, that doesn't appear to be a regular theme in fantasy this week, like in, this year, I guess. There's not a player or 
It doesn't feel... I thought every week there was going to be someone who scored 50 points. That's just not a thing that happens, apparently, in fantasy, other than the rare occasional week, which makes me wish I'd appreciated more when Tyreek Hill did what he did earlier in the year. Um, Next week, for me, my team in Week 8, we are playing against... Who is my matchup? I am playing Stephen Monday's team. Uh, His team name is Turned Down for Watt. He's got Lamar Jackson... uh, He's got Foreman, uh, Deontay Foreman, the running back in Chicago, Latavius Murray, the running back in Buffalo, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Smith, Darren Waller, Odell Beckham Jr., Josh Myers, the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Um, Like, I used to have Odell Beckham Jr. on my team. The fact that that's his flex player means he's not doing great at flex because OBJ has been doing nothing this year. He was so bad, I had to cut him earlier this year. I'm not really intimidated by that. His running backs are fine. Uh, Deontay Foreman's coming off a massive game. He was a number one scoring running back in fantasy last week. I don't expect him to do that again this week. Um, I think I got a good shot. My only real weakness here in the matchup is that he's got Tyreek Hill and Lamar Jackson, who, hey, Lamar Jackson just had an incredible game. Maybe he does a little bit of a step down this week and they run the ball really well or something. Um, And then Tyreek Hill is dangerous. Anytime you play against Tyreek Hill, you should be afraid that he's going to win the entire game just for that player by himself. So I don't know, man. Um... I don't really have any tough decisions this week. I benched George Kittle. Uh, I think that Dalton Kincaid is going to be a more reliable player. They're playing Tampa. Uh, that could be a mistake. I'm not sure, but I don't know. I, I don't I don't know what to do there. Zach Moss uh, and Joshua Kelly are going to be on my bench. My running back's playing this week. Jameer Gibbs, who's the number one running back right now in Detroit because their running back David Montgomery's out. Jameer Gibbs, Isaiah Pacheco, um, and I've got Kareem Hunt as my flex player. So I feel pretty good, honestly. I think... I know that's going to be laughable, but I got a 47% chance, according to the sleeper app, for me to win. I think there is a good likelihood I win this week. I just got to be really hopeful and really lucky that Tyreek Hill and Lamar Jackson don't absolutely go off. But, um, you know, there's. I think I got a good shot this week. Like, Houston plays Carolina. My receiver, Nico Collins, is likely going to have a really big game. Uh, the Chiefs are playing at Denver, so Isaiah Pacheco could go off. Jameer Gibbs... Uh, Derek Carr, my quarterback's playing the Colts. Their defense is suspect. So I, I mean, they just lost to PJ Walker, right? Like I feel pretty good about what I got going on this week. I think there's a good possibility I win in Week Eight in fantasy football. And really, the only thing left I want to talk about is a screenshot Jake sent in in our group chat. Uh, a screenshot of a guy who had basically like the worst week of fantasy football you can possibly imagine. Um, he did not have a single player in double digits. His quarterback got him nine points, Sam Howell. His running back, Brian Robinson, eight points. His running back, Bishon Robinson, point three points. His receiver, Gabe Davis, point six points. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, his number two receiver, 5.7 points. Evan Ingram, his tight end, four points. Uh, McLaughlin, his flex player, four points. His kicker, Jake Elliott, seven points. His Lions defense got him minus two points. Like, uh, Jake's dad had probably the worst week of fantasy I've ever seen in my entire life. It makes me feel better about my team. The fact that he scored 38 points and had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people between what's, what's 38 divided by nine. That means on average, 38 divided by nine on average, every player got him 4.2 points this week. That is horrifying. That's like the worst week of fantasy football I've ever seen in my entire life. No, I'm new to fantasy. I'm not the most experienced person, but that's insanely bad. Um, I don't know how big your league is. I don't know why you're starting like Gabe Davis and Sam Howell on your starting lineup, but that's still horrifying. I mean, he would have lost to 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like Patrick Mahomes basically by himself. So that's a really, really tough week for Jake's dad. And uh, we already talked about Phoenix. That's pretty horrible for him. I know it's a weird short episode. I guess um, that's all I got for today. I feel like I'm glad I won. I, I eked it out. I barely made it happen. We were going into fantasy, going into Monday Night Football, excuse me. I was like, I got a shot here. We'll see what happens. And it did work out. I won. I'm really happy about that. And uh, yeah, I guess that's it, man. The single Pringles. So far, that team name has gotten me a 1-0 record. I'm 3-4. and four. Remember, I started horribly. I've won two weeks in a row. And uh, did I win last week? I don't think I did, actually. What happened last week? Week six. I think I lost. <laughs> I did lose. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't even remember. Dude, I'm so bad at fantasy football. Like, I won by, in week five, I won by two points. So that's why, like, this win by 12 points feels like a massive victory to me, even though I actually technically had the narrowest victory uh, all year. And every game I've had has been insanely close. Like, let's look at my my points for this year. So my points for uh, in my league this year, I have 734.5 points for me and 721.58 points against me. So it's been like an insanely tight year. Every game I've played has been really close or so really tight. And uh, I think it's going to happen again this week. It's, it's just partially because my team has been... Um, it's been a very weird year. I've had lots of... Jameer Gibbs has been a bust. I had a drop Odell Beckham Jr. My quarterback, Deshaun Watson, has been a horrible thing that happened. Like, just a... What a boneheaded move by me to pick him up. That just did not work at all. Um, so, yeah. Like, I, I'd like to find a better quarterback if I can, but Derek Carr is decent enough, at least for this week. And uh, Derek Carr is not the guy I want, but he's the best I can find. And like, let's even look, who are the other quarterbacks even available in, in the waiver wire right now? If I wanted to pick up a quarterback, my options are Bryce Young, Zach Wilson, PJ Walker, Daniel Jones, or Tyson Bajant. Oh, if I want Mac Jones or Kenny Pickett, maybe I want Will Levis, right? That, those are my options. So Derek Carr of the options available at quarterback, definitely the best guy I could possibly have, but um, not great. Still, though, I, I remain optimistic. If I can get to 4-4, four and four, if I can win next week, if I can, if Tyreek Hill is a bad week and Lamar Jackson's very quiet, uh, honestly, I want Lamar Jackson and Tyreek Hill to do well. I'm actually rooting for them. So, like, you know, as a human, I'm rooting for them. I want to see them do well as, like, a sports broadcaster, as a fantasy football player. If they do badly, I'm happy to reap the benefits. But um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just filling time now. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this very short, very tiny episode of Fantasy Football um, and... I guess that's it. I, I As I think about it, I'm really not sure what to do for a thumbnail. I changed the way I do thumbnails now, so I don't. I really don't have any idea what to. Maybe I'll make something funny with, like, the Pringles can. I'll do, like, the single Pringles and then, like, whatever. I'll do some, like, flow chart for the children of analytics. I, I don't know. We'll figure it out. But I'll I'll find something interesting for my, my thumbnail, although I just really am not sure what it will be yet. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you. Hope you have a great day. I'm going to go hit the jazz cabbage, and uh, I'm tired. I've had a long day. It's Wednesday night. Our roommate's outside. We are going to have uh, – we're going to partake in the jazz cabbage. I'm going to relax before tomorrow. i got a lot of football to watch tomorrow. Probably going to watch three games back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. Um, I've also got a date that I'm excited about, so that'll be fun and interesting. 
Is that too soon? I don't know. I'm excited. It'll be fun. She's, it looks really, really cool. So I love you. Appreciate you. Single Pringles are out. Have a great day. And uh, bam, we are done.